from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. Well, I understand it was it was kind of set in jest, this idea of him having God on his side. But does this have that kind of partisan uh, breakdown that we might think of in national politics? Well, I, I, I hate to be mamby-pamby about this, but yes and no. I mean, hmm. for example, one of the um, one of the incumbents that was voted off was Marie Allen, and she's a pastor at a church in Rolla. Hmm. Um, so it's I, I think that it's it it's a little bit convenient for us to try to um, look at you know say it was liberals versus progressives or or you know one thing versus another and none of those things really go all the way down the line I mean it, it, really what goes all the way down the line is the mask mandate I'm Sarah Fenske this month's municipal elections in Rolla heralded a major shakeup. Of the six new city council members being sworn in tonight, five won their seats by beating incumbents. And all five ousted incumbents who had supported a citywide mask mandate and capacity restrictions at businesses and churches. Moriah Renaud is a natural health provider. She says she's also immune-suppressed and a cancer survivor. But she opposed the mask mandate, as she explained at a city council meeting when it was discussed in November. One out of every four young people between the age of 18 and 24 in June highly considered suicide. We need to think about that when it comes to locking down gyms, churches, hair salons, and places that are right now are helping with the mental health of our community. Um, when you see a person at Walmart without a mask, it's easy to say that person is being selfish. They don't have a mask on. When in reality, we don't know what that person is going through. Maybe they are a victim of rape, domestic violence, and wearing a mask is impossible for them. Maybe they are a person that has a lung condition that has made that choice weighing the risk and the benefit. Do I want to live my life or do I want to sit at home and shrivel up and die? For me, I've made the choice that I will live my life, and I am not anti-mask. I'm against mandating and fining individuals and businesses. I'm for freedom of choice when it comes to whether or not I choose to wear a mask and where I choose to go. I am for education. I believe in the heart and the intelligence of our community. Let's teach our young people the importance of hand washing, staying home when sick, and social distancing. Let's address this with sensitivity towards our mental health community. Let's protect the vulnerable. Let's use common sense, keep our gyms and churches open, keep our community strong, safe, and healthy. A mandate of masking is not the way to go. And that is Moriah Renaud. She publicly opposed Rolla's mask mandate in November. Tonight, she'll be sworn in to represent the city's first ward on a transformed council. St. Louis Public Radio Rolla correspondent Jonathan All has a story about this political shakeup. It's now live on our website, and he joins us today to talk about it. Jonathan All, welcome. Good to be here, Sarah. Thanks. So five incumbents ousted. Was there a coordinated effort to take them down over this? Yes, and no, um, the there there was a, a couple of factors involved. First of all, uh, the Fraternal Order of Police uh, nominated a slate, mm -hmm. which is unusual. But they they uh, endorsed a slate, and they they uh, 
uh, put their endorsement behind a number of candidates. That also intersected with uh, a political action committee, Invest in Rala, that gave contributions to a number uh, of candidates. And so if you look at those groups of people, there's a lot of overlap and there's a lot of like-mindedness of more conservative people that definitely opposed the mask mandate. So was it organized? Yes. Uh, uh, Mariah Renaud that you just mentioned actually works in the same health clinic with Robert Kessinger, who's a chiropractor uh, who also won a seat on the council. So yes, there's definitely some overlap. It's not like there was a political party per se, mm-hmm. but there definitely was some like-mindedness and some organization. So Robert Kessinger, you mentioned him. He's a chiropractor um, who's now won election to the council. He spoke at the council meeting as well in November. He was concerned about capacity limits. Uh, I think you need to rethink this 25% order on the churches. The churches are doing a fantastic job at sanitizing, uh, distancing. I'm going to finish because I've got God on my side. No, no, that, that, that got played once. Okay, I'm, I'm teasing. But here, okay, just let me finish very quickly. So... So they're sanitizing, they're temperature checking, they're, they're doing things they're not, they're, they're, they're saying don't hug, don't shake hands. They're taking care of things. Keep them at least at 50%. And thank you for your time. Thank you, doctor. So that is Robert Kessinger, who's also been now elected to the city council. I understand it was, it was kind of said in jest, this idea of him having God on his side. But does this have that kind of partisan uh, breakdown that we might think of in national politics? Well, I I, I hate to be mamby-pamby about this, but yes and no. I mean, Hmm. for example, one of the... Um, one of the incumbents that was voted off was Marie Allen, and she's a pastor at a church in Rolla. Hmm. Um, so it's, I, I think that it's, it, it's a little bit convenient for us to try to um, look at, you know, say it was liberals versus progressives or, or, you know, one thing versus another. And none of those things really go all the way down the line. I mean, it, it, really what goes all the way down the line is the mask mandate. Um, Matt Crowell, who represented the second ward, he was endorsed by the Fraternal Order of Police, and he did get money uh, from Invest in Rala. He was on the slate with those like-minded people. He lost. He voted for the mask mandate. So, you know, I, I think that it, it definitely we, we want to try to distill things down to the simplest uh, explanation. I don't know that there is a totally simple one here, but the common denominator is the people who got involved got involved because they were angry about the mask mandate, and the people who won are people who were angry about the mask mandate. Hmm. So take us back to last November when this mask mandate and, and these capacity restrictions were under discussion. At that point, had the Rala area suffered many COVID-19 cases? Well, you know, again, when you talk about many cases, you know, it, it's all proportionate to size. And, and we could go through a whole bunch of data, but here's the thing that I think was most telling. Right before um, you heard from Mariah Renaud and Robert Kessinger in those clips, mm-hmm. in that same meeting earlier, the director of the Phelps Marys County Health Department said, we are becoming overwhelmed. We need to do something. Hmm. The CEO of Phelps Health, which is the only hospital in the county and really the biggest hospital for a long distance in any direction, he said, we are being overwhelmed. We need to do something. You heard from the emergency room staff. You heard from nurses. You heard from healthcare professionals who said, look, people are coming to the emergency room. We can't see them because we are so full. 
Uh, the, you know, we are, we are pushing people to other hospitals that are very far away because we have so many people with COVID in our hospital. Hmm. And, 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 you know, I think it's one thing for somebody to say, I don't believe them when they're talking about like the CDC or Dr. Fauci or someone that you're aware of from a distance. But it was just very telling that people who live and work in Rala were coming up to the microphone and healthcare professionals and were saying, we need to do something because we are being overwhelmed. And yet most of the comments were like what you heard. Hmm. So the council did something despite there being this this very vocal group that opposed this. How long were these restrictions and this mask mandate in place in Rala? Well, months. And actually, they, it was, they, they expired. Well, it was one of the interesting things that Rala did is that they didn't say that we're going to put something in place and just leave it perpetually. They put these dates on them that they had to keep renewing things. Hmm. And it was uh, somewhere in the last, oh, maybe it was like six, eight weeks ago or so, that one of the, the, it was up for renewal and it failed by one vote. And Deanne Lyons, who's probably the most progressive member of the council, wasn't at the council meeting because uh, they had something in their lives that they, they weren't able to do it. But had they been there, that w- it would have been renewed for a little bit longer, but they weren't. So it, it fell one vote short of being renewed and then it ended. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that, that it's definitely been an interesting thing that has gone on over a long period of time. And, and really, the election was the culmination of uh, a certain number of people being upset about mask mandates. Hmm. Have businesses said that they took a big hit from these restrictions, whether we're talking about having to make people wear a mask or having to reduce capacity? Well, again, yes and no. There are certainly some businesses that did an excellent job of adjusting to it. A lot of local restaurants went uh, to carry out. Uh, you know, local brewery here, uh, public house uh, started. You know, with the la- the lack of restrictions of you know what they were able to do in delivering alcoholic beverages, they were able to to do okay and you know get some new customers. On the other hand, you know there was a. a owner of a taco place and it was pretty small. It's, you know, would seat like maybe 25 people. And he said, look, if I can only have 27% occupancy, you shut down my dining room because that Mm -hmm. means that if I've got four or five people in line, I'm at 25%. So he, you know, he said that, yeah, it'd been a very difficult time for him uh, trying to make it. So, you know, I think anecdotally, you can find the local businesses that said, yes, this was devastating. And then I think you can also find ones that say, we found a way to adapt and we're doing all right. Mm -hmm. So, Jonathan, I know in the last couple of days, uh, you interviewed some of the defeated incumbents, and you also uh, provided us some tape from that. Here's what Rachel Schneider told you. You know, a part of me wishes that we'd had more conversations about more of the policies that, that affect Rala and will continue to affect Rala into the, into the next term. Um, you know, so I think that's one thing that we, we masking did play an impact and, and, and that was there. But I, I also think, you know, that, you know, more so than, than past elections, certainly, and, you know, in my, what I've observed being on city council and then also what I've heard from Rala residents who are a little longer term than me, right? This was, this election got very politicized, right? Um, you know, what is normally, um, you know, municipal elections, nonpartisan elections, you know, I think national politics got mapped onto that and the levels of sort of campaign expenditures, right? I think really changed the dynamic in a way that was very different from when I ran two years ago. 
And that is Rachel Schneider. She is one of the ousted council members in Rolla as a new slate will be sworn in tonight. Jonathan, she mentions more money than usual going into this. You mentioned that the Fraternal Order of Police had gotten involved. Feels like just overall kind of a different kind of election. Was it also a, a more expensive election? Yes, but, you know, keep everything in mind, you know, invest in Rala. They were giving uh, $500 or a little bit more than that to some of the candidates, which sounds like a pittance, you know, especially, you know, if you're looking at the amount of money that's spent in like the St. Louis city election. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Rala city council elections, sometimes candidates don't spend any money at all or they, you know, they make some signs themselves or they, you know, they'll buy $100 worth of signs and that's how they run their campaign. So $500, yeah, that was a little bit different. But I think it's important to know that not everybody who got Invest in Rolla's money won and some people who didn't get anything won. So it's it wasn't just an issue of money. It wasn't just an issue of conservative versus progressive, but it definitely seemed to be an issue about the mask mandate. Uh, we asked our listeners on our social media how they felt about all this. Uh, Caroline writes on Twitter, uh, when the history of the pandemic is written, these anti-mask folks will be identified as the short-sighted, harmful influences they are. But I assume they do not see that or care. Stacy on our St. Louis on the Air Facebook page, wrote that she was struck by something that you noted in your story, and that was the 11 percent voter turnout for this election. This may have been a more expensive election. Doesn't seem like a really high turnout there. Jonathan, how does that compare to past elections in Rolla? Uh, Well, the city council is up for election every year. Um, There are a total of 12 members on the council and six of them are up every year. So there's a municipal election every year. Um, We had 12 percent this year, uh, last percent or 11 percent turnout this year. Last time it was 15 percent. So the the turnout definitely went down. But 11 percent of eligible voters, to put that into a little bit of perspective, if you take the number of votes that each one of the incumbents lost by and total them up, all five of the incumbents lost by a total of 191 votes. <gasps> so if, wow. if, two, if 200 people in a town of 20,000 had all voted and voted a different way, we would be having a completely different discussion. Uh, probably wouldn't be having a discussion at all because incumbents tend to win. But, you know, so it, you know, we're talking about a, a very small margin. I mean, Mariah Renaud won by three votes in her ward. Wow. So this is a, it might be a small margin. It's a small turnout, but it's going to lead to some big changes in Rolla. Definitely, especially if and when the council addresses bigger issues. I don't think this is going to be a big thing for like when the city has to vote on, you know, ordinance, you know, zoning ordinances or sidewalks or, you know, kind of the nuts and bolts of boring city council business. But if the council has to take on another big issue like mass mandates, I think you're going to see a lot different kind of result from this council than you would have from the previous. Well, St. Louis Public Radio Rolla correspondent Jonathan All, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you.
St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.